breaking news. Kyrie Irving is out for the season. Nothing, nothing spectacular. I, I mean, it. another injury for Kyrie Irving, but he's going to set the rest of the season and get season-ended surgery. So, I mean, I guess him and KD just come back next year. I mean, I like it. I, I honestly wish Curry wouldn't come back. I heard Curry's trying to come back, but I wish he would just sit out and wait till next year as well. But, yeah, breaking news, though. Kyrie Irving is out for the season now. But, um, Wilder Fury. I thought the first one went to Fury. I thought Fury won the fight. And I scored it. I think Wilder won a round and then he won the two rounds with the knockout. Well, I mean, sorry, with the knockdowns. So a total of three rounds, but if you count the 10 eights for the knockdowns, you know, that's that's like five rounds. So five to seven uh, is how I, how I had it scored um, in favor of Fury. But it's always been kind of like an unwritten rule of boxing where if you don't definitively beat the champ or if you don't knock the champ out you didn't really beat the champ I think that's why they gave this fight a draw because even though there was one scorecard where the guy had Wilder winning 115-111 the rest of them I could see, which was a 114-112 for Fury, and then a 113-113 draw, split down the split down the middle, which I can understand because I had Wilder winning five and three winning seven, so I can understand a six to six. I can I can I can I can see that, but a 115-111 for Wilder, I, I didn't I didn't see that in the in the in the first fight. I didn't see Wilder outpointing Fury in that many rounds. I definitely didn't see that. I don't think anybody saw that. But I had three winning their first fight. I didn't see that as a draw. But I can understand it being a draw. Wilder, being 6'7", he's only about 215. You know what I'm saying? He's really slender. He's really thin built. Whereas Fury is 6'9", like 260. Like the prototypical heavyweight nowadays. Just not the 6'9". That's 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 unheard of. But I think this is really, really dangerous for Fury. And let me explain why. Fury knows that he just outboxed Wilder in 2018. And they didn't give him the win. They called it a draw. So you know what Fury said? He said, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out swinging. He said, because I just outboxed him and they didn't give me the win. He said, the only way they're going to give me a win is if I knock this dude out. Or I got to actually beat him up definitively. So Fury said he is going to go for the knockout, whether he knocks him out or not, you know, is, is to be seen. But he's going for the knockout in terms of he's going to be more aggressive in trying to come after Deontay. That's actually one of the few flaws... I see Deontay's game is that he is not a good boxer fighting off of his back foot. 
he fights better when he's coming at you as opposed to you coming at him. Even though he's a decent counter puncher, because when you punch, if you miss and he punches real fast, he can hit you and knock you out. But he's not a good fighter going backwards. And Fury's going to bring the fight to Wilder as opposed to Fury using that jab and kind of bagging up and using that jab, letting Wilder come to him this time. He's going to actually come toward, uh, toward Wilder. Um, this fight is to me probably the biggest heavyweight fight probably since Tyson Lynch Lewis. Really? This is the biggest wow. heavyweight fight since Mike Tyson Mike Tyson Lennox Lewis. You can you can look at all the heavyweight fights that we've had in the past 20 years. Tyson Lennox this one. Like there, there hasn't been anything bigger. And that's sad. Like the heavyweight division is what makes people want to watch. Like everybody knows. I would counter to that. We're for Americans. We should say the biggest because I think Klitschko Joshua is a bigger is just as big as a fight. They first their first go around. No. Because see, nobody really in America cares for Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua is way bigger than but that's UK what I'm saying. If you're talking, is. if you're talking of, because I think worldwide Anthony Joshua, he's the biggest name in boxing. He's the biggest. He's the biggest name that's not Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Anthony Joshua, outside of America, yes. Nobody's bigger. Than, he's wait out outside of America. Yeah. Bigger than Canelo. Yeah. And Triple G. And Triple G, yes. Canelo is North America. He's probably the biggest North American. He's the second biggest North American boxer. You don't, you don't think how big it. No, I I know how big Anthony Joshua is. I, like I, he's just sold out. He sold out Saudi Arabia. Anthony Joshua is huge, but when he fought Klitschko, he fought Klitschko after Fury already beat Klitschko. But it's, it not, was, it's not like Klitschko was the champ. Fury beat Klitschko and became a champ. Right. A but it was belt Klitsch- holder. But it was. But it was. But it was Anthony Joshua coming off the Olympics, coming off of you know the hype. Facing Klitschko, basically being like, yo, this is the... Basically, Klitschko handed it out, being like, this is the guy who's going to succeed me and take, you know, the heavyweight division by storm. Now, if you're looking at ticket sales, then, yeah, you can say Klitschko Joshua. But media and press? No. That fight was nowhere near this one, which is why I said it hasn't been one any bigger since Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson. And that's sad because the heavyweight division is the division that people actually really want to see heavyweights because they know it's they, they know it's knockouts. Like everybody knows Floyd is like just he's just this big mogul when it comes to boxing. He's gonna have all the numbers, all the sales, all the money, all the pay-per-views. All of that's gonna be crazy. Earl Spence is a big name. Canelo's a cash cow now since Floyd's not really boxing. So I mean like there's there's guys that, that generate the money, but when it comes to knockouts. When it comes to really, you know what I'm saying, trying to watch a fight, it's the heavyweights. And and I just think if you look at the numbers and you look at the media and you look at the press and you look at everything that's going on, this is the biggest fight that we've had in heavyweight history since Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson. And that's sad. But I will tell you this. Both of these dudes know that their legacies are on the line for this. Because... Wilder started boxing at the age of 19. He's older than Fury. 
Don't look it, but he's older than Fury. He started boxing at 19, but Wilder hasn't really fought anybody until his last four or five fights. And that's because he fought Ortiz twice. And now he's fighting Fury for the second time. That's four fights. And he fought Dominic Brazil in between them. Like, and to me, I mean, Brazil's a top 10 heavyweight in, in, in the world, but his talent, he's nowhere near the level of, of these guys, which I can't really hold that against Wilder because Fury hasn't fought anybody really besides Wilder. After he beat Klitschko and he got messed up in the head mentally and he was on drugs and all that stuff, and when he came back, he had some tune-ups, two tune-ups. He got right in the ring with Deontay Wilder, who everybody thinks is the best heavyweight in the world. Fought Wilder to a draw. Didn't get right back in the ring with, with, with Wilder, even though Wilder wanted to run it right back. He wanted the, the immediate rematch. Fury said, nope, give me a little time. He went and took two tune-up fights, knocked one guy out in two rounds. The other one went the distance, and he won off points, unanimous decision. Uh, did get his, his eye cut open in that last fight against, that last fight against Otto Wallin. But neither one of these guys have the resume of an Anthony Joshua. That's what's so crazy. I think these are the two best heavyweights. I, I agree as well. But they do not have the resume that Anthony Joshua has. That's why I think they know that this fight right here is the biggest fight of their careers because they, neither one of them have a career-defining fight. Like Joshua, after being dropped by Klitschko, comes back and knocks out Klitschko. Like, that's huge. like that was his biggest fight. Then he beat other champions, you know, or sorry, other former champions. Then he gets in there with um, who was supposed to be uh, Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller failed the drug test. He has a fight Andy Ruiz, who everybody thought came off the couch. But no, Ruiz has been a great fighter. Like, uh, uh, Evander Holyfield will tell you, he sparred, he sparred uh, Andy Ruiz back when he was still fighting. And he was like, dude, this kid just won't stop coming. Like, and this is when Holyfield was, was Holyfield. And so everybody knew that Ruiz could fight, but nobody thought he was going to beat Joshua. He beats Joshua. Joshua comes back and beats him the second time. So Joshua's resume, we we talking about, um, I'm talking about all those guys from the UK, Klitschko, Joshua's beat them all. And all those guys want, want another shot at Joshua. He, Joshua didn't get to fight Big Baby Miller, who's coming back this year, 2020. So he wants that Joshua fight. But Wilder and Fury know that they need a win against one another to actually define their career because both of them kind of have the same path. They both have kind of said, okay, rather not, let, let's say Water beats Fury here or Fury beats Water. They both know that there's really only two, maybe three fights to be made after they fight each other. That's if they want to do a three, if they fight Joshua, I have a point to that. I don't think if Fury wins, he gets Joshua. I don't think Joshua and Fury ever fight. I don't ever think they'll fight. Why is that? I just don't think for some for some reason it seems like there's a lot of momentum to get Wilder and Joshua to fight. Mm -hmm. If Wilder wins, I think that's a go. I think it's a given. I think they're going to eventually meet each other, maybe down the line, maybe relatively quickly. It just don't seem like there's no heat. There's no. There's a lot of back and forth between. Fury and Joshua, I just don't see like for I don't see why if Joshua looks at that, Joshua's like for Joshua's like why take that fight? 
Well, the reason the reason I think it's gonna happen is because if Water, let's say if Water beats Fury, right? Joshua's already said he won't be fighting Water or Fury till probably 2022. That that that's come out. He has a lineup of who he says he's gonna fight before he gets to them. Water and and Fury they don't have a lineup. Like they both want. Um, Alright, here's the reason why I wonder a big reason I don't think it's gonna happen. If Joshua wants to be the biggest fighter in the world, he needs an American part. He needs an American opponent. He needs to come to America. Or he needs an American he needs an American view a viewing audience. Mm-hmm. That's what Wilder brings him. Obviously Wilder's the more dangerous fighter. Wilder's a bigger name. I don't think Fury like Fury Fury doesn't add anything to Joshua's resume at this point. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think it just happens. I don't think his resume gets bigger or small. Like his resume gets it helps out a little bit, but it doesn't you know, grow the legend of Anthony Joshua if he beats Fury. If he mm-hmm. beats, if he beats uh, Deontay Wilder, the guy who everybody's been comparing their careers to, the other undefeated guy, the guy in America who's been slaying dragons over here, mm-hmm. like that helps your legacy. I don't think being Fury does anything for it. like being Fury doesn't. It's not a feather on the cap. It just add more fuel. It just might add another log to the fire. We'll see, like. Like I was saying, how Water and Fury don't really have a career-defining win. Yeah. Like I guess against each other, that would be their career, career-defining win at this stage of their life, like of their career. Joshua has those wins already, but UK to UK. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joshua's the the he's the cash cow in the UK. I think Fury beats Joshua. I think it's an interesting fight. I don't. I, I can't I, really say. The, the the reason I say that is because Water's faster than Joshua. Water has the more devastating power than Joshua. Oh, you said. Well, I thought you said Fury and Joshua. I, oh, I think Water beats. Fury. I think. Wilder, no, no, no. I think Fury beats Joshua. I don't think. I think that's a watch. I can definitely see. I definitely think Wilder. I think that after the mistake of Anthony Ruiz knocking Joshua out, I think Water knocks Joshua out. Yeah, I think Water knocks him out. I think Water so can if, put him away quickly. If, if, if Water puts him away and Ruiz put him away the first time, and he literally had to outbox Ruiz to stay away from him the second time, I think, don't that think was more, Fury... I think that was more of a fear, but I, I, I agree with that. I think that was out of... He, yeah, that's he, what I mean, yeah. He was scared. So you don't think Fury beats him? I think it's a wash. Really? You just made a good... You made the case for him. You Who was... Like, who was... Fury's toughest opponent mm-hmm. today is Deontay Wilder. Is Deontay Wilder? Yeah. And the last time we seen him, like he knocked the guy out of second round. The last time we seen him in a fight, it, it went, was it tough. Went, it went the distance. It yeah. went the distance. Yeah. I think Anthony. I think Anthony Joshua can give Fury a run for his money, and I do think that. And Anthony Joshua is a very like as much as we like to talk about how good Fury is. I mean, how good uh, Deontay Wilder is his knockout power. Like Anthony Joshua has good knockout power, and he's really good technically. Like, he's a, absolutely. He's a so technically sound in that ring. Like the like how this fight right here is fifty fifty. How you it's like a pick 'em. You can say Wilder, you can say Fury. I think a Fury Joshua fight would be the same. Thing. I think it's a I think it's a fifty. I think it's a fifty fifty. But I could think I will lean a little bit more Joshua. I think I think Joshua will go into that fight with a lot more confidence. He would He's not. He wouldn't be going in worried like yo. If I get that that one devastating hit and I drop, what happens then? Like I think he will go into a Fury fight with a lot more confidence than he. Because I think in a Deontay Wilder fight, I think he'll be nervous. I think he'll go into a fight because you the demons of the Anthony Ruiz getting knocked out thing will happen in the back of your head. He'd be like, "Yo, 
if you think Anthony Ruiz is hard, imagine getting hit by Deontay Wilder. Now, that's why I think Fury could beat Joshua because the same way how you said you think Fury's going to come into the fight with Wilder thinking like, oh, man, he knocked me down twice. I don't want to feel that power. I saw Joshua against Ruiz the first time. I've never seen him like that in my entire life. Like, he looked like he didn't know where he was when he fought Ruiz the first time. Like, I was like, this dude was never really that good, huh? Like, he really looks like he didn't know. Like, I mean, there's been speculations whether or not he got knocked out of sparring. Uh, he changed the way he trained. Like, all he that did, stuff. Just a lot of that. First of all, let's just get this out the way. Any sport, people getting knocked out. Yeah. There's... UFC, boxing. Yeah. You get knocked out of sparring. Mm-hmm. The only reason I think that leaked is because everybody was trying to talk about, you know, where uh, Anthony Joshua's confidence was after that Ruiz fight. Yeah. Because it, it did get shot. Like, you can definitely see him in the press conference going after that. He's slowly but surely gaining that confidence back. I don't know. We'll have to wait till the next fight to see how, how his confidence is in the ring. But you can definitely see after that knockout, you know, the lore of, the lore of being undefeated. You know, the because think about it, he beats Anthony Ruiz the first time, and it's basically smooth running. It's he can call any fight he wants. Absolutely, he dictates the terms. Now losing and winning again, like he's kind of you know he's in no man's land. Yeah, he can he probably can still call his ter- like call terms though because you know he's like, hey, look, they want the big money fight. I'm the big money fight. He's but a smart fighter. He's a smart fighter, but he, he's really smart because like. Like, how you're not really sure if Fury's going to be fully there mentally in this fight is the same reason why Joshua is not, after the Ruiz fight that he just had, he's not jumping in there with, like, waiting on the Fury or waiting on a Wilder or waiting on a Dillian White rematch. Like, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to take these fights and these fights first because I need to get back to the, the AJ that I know I can be. And then I will look 2022... If Wilder's still there, if Fury's still there, then I'm definitely going to take those fights. Because he knows coming off of being knocked out by Andy Ruiz, then you come back, he did take an immediate rematch with that. Like, they they went straight back to the rematch. People was like, I don't think he's going to go straight back to the rematch. And even when I was watching the rematch, at some point I was looking like, Ruiz is going to get to him. Like, I, I, I really felt like eventually Ruiz was going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to come at you the same way I came at you the first time. And it just never happened. Ruiz was definitely out of shape. Wrong game plan. Gained way too much weight. Was not ready for that fight. Anthony Joshua outboxed him. I thought Anthony Joshua... I was going to that second fight. I thought Joshua was going to... Because I've seen way too many guys in Ruiz's spot. Because comparing it to the UFC, I've seen a lot of guys in that spot who get the champion, who got the champ on a good... Who got the champ on like a, on a bad night. You catch him, you win, or... You know, split decision or whatever goes. And it's just a one, uh, it's a, a one, one-time thing. Yeah, and yeah. you go against them, and you now the champ is like, I, you got my full attention now. Mm-hmm. Like you caught me, now you got my full attention. Like I compare that to, like even though he won, like think about Anderson Silva versus uh, Chael Sonnen the first time. Chael Sonnen dominated that fight for five rounds, and then he got choked out. And then as soon as they fought the second time, he put him away. He was like, I'm going in. You have my full undivided, undivided attention now. Yeah. I'm focused on you. You wanted this. You wanted me to be focused, to to focus and put all my energy on you. Now you got it, mm-hmm. and I'm not. And I basically dominated from uh from pillar to post. Yeah, I just now like you can say that about Wilder for sure, 
because Wilder fought Stavern the first time and went 12 rounds. The only guy that he got in the ring with that he fought that he didn't knock out. It went it went the distance. It went 12 rounds. Didn't knock him out. And he fought him again the second time and knocked him out in the first round. Then he fought Luis Ortiz, fought King Kong Ortiz. And everybody was like, dang, nobody's ever fought Wilder like this. Like, Wilder has flaws. And in the 10th round, he put Ortiz away. And everybody was like, dude, you give Ortiz another shot, Ortiz will probably beat you. Brought King Kong Ortiz back again. This time he beat him in the ninth round, like, or, or, or seventh round. Like, he, he, when he gets back in there with rematches, Wilder is known as the rematch king. When he rematches you, it ain't going to be as close as it was the first time. He's, 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 he's knocking you out. I think he's a really good, that also goes by his, I think he's a really good student of the game. I think he real, he goes into a second fight, especially in rematches. I think he, he knows this. He's like, okay, I saw this hole in my game. And he goes into that next fight. He's like, I know you're going to try to capitalize on that hole because you were like, I had success with that. He's really, really good. He's got a really good fight IQ. Like, a really, really good fighters going, especially coming to rematches because it's easy to, you know, scrap the entire game, you know, throw the baby out with the, with the water. But they really good fighters with really good high fight IQ going to a fight, realizing, okay, I know, like, you, they look at their flaws first. Like, they can go in and be like, all right, I see what I what success is, and I'll keep that and scrap. But a lot of them go into a fight going, okay, he had a lot of success doing this, doing this particular thing against me. Going into the next fight, I know that a good part of their uh, of their training camp is going to be, let's continue to attack on that, and let's add on top of that. Let me subtract that. Let me take away that from the beginning. And let me show you, like, this is not going to be the same fight. Like, let me completely scrap. Like, I'm going to make this an entirely different fight than the first fight was. And I think that's a very... And I also think... We've been talking a lot about Deontay Wilder, his chance to win it, but like I think Fury can win this. We need to get jumping into how Fury can win. I think Fury's unorthodoxness, his his head, like he does have a strong chin, and I think his unorthodoxness will help him in this fight a lot because it's as hard to put that man away. Obviously, we saw him in the in the first fight. Like he, Deontay probably hit him with one of the hardest hits you can take, and he got up and he still was able to fight the rest of that fight, and you know, and comp. And the other thing is about Fury is he is so unorthodox. Like he comes in, he throws like some like he throws a lot of weird punches for a guy his size. Like he throws punches at angles that a guy smaller than him would throw. And he just throw, and he also has really fast hands for a guy. Like he has really fast hands for a heavyweight. I think looking at the shots that Wilder has hit guys with though, that's the hardest hit that Fury's taken. But that's not the... He he didn't really get Wilder's best shot. Oh, he got... I've, I've, I've seen what, like, the shot Wilder just hit, root hit uh, Luis Ortiz with. Yeah, that, that was... Like, that, I, I've seen Wilder hit people with shots where you know they're not getting up. And if they do, they about to fall right back down. Like, he didn't take one of those shots. And I think this time... Because, like, like just, just think about how Fury fought him the first time. A lot of the, the ex-boxers and former champions were saying, like, Fury almost fought the perfect fight. You stay away from the right hand because Wilder, at that time, like you said, he he, he he evolves every time he fights. But at the time, Wilder fought with a pattern. He only pawed at you with the left hand, quote-unquote, the jab. He only pawed at it to catch his distance, to find his distance to see where you were. It's kind of use it as a radar. 
kind of see where you were. But now he uses that to kind of blind you. He kind of puts that left hand in your face. And then as soon as he sees where you are, he throws that right hand so fast and so hard flush. Like, that's what he's doing. And But then, like back when they fought the first time, Wilder had a pattern where he would he would part you with the left and his punches were coming over the top. He would swing left, swing right, over the top. And if you look at the fight, Fury was just ducking under left, ducking under right, or coming back to the left, back to the right, and just, just watching the punches go by. Um, Fury only got hit when he stood toe-to-toe and didn't move. But when Fury was coming at him or going backwards, Wilder didn't really hit him. He hit... He hit Fury when he knocked him down the first time when Fury stood still in that corner, knocked him down. And then he knocked him down again at the beginning of the 12th round when Fury stood still. If Fury keeps moving, I think he has a chance to win. But Fury is trying to change his game plan up and say that I just boxed him. I outboxed him for 10 rounds, he said. And I still didn't get the decision. So he's planning on coming in here and trying to attack this dude really trying to go out there and defensively beat Wilder. Ortiz showed us a way to frustrate Wilder. And Ortiz was the only was the first person I seen actually have Wilder stumbling and have his legs kind of shaking. Because uh, first of all, nobody wants to fight Luis Ortiz. Nobody. I don't care how old he is. Nobody wants to fight him. But he's the first person I seen give somewhat of a blueprint to what you do with Wilder. But the thing is about Luis Ortiz, he's older and he gets really comfortable in the ring. He got to a he got to a point where he was beating Wilder on points throughout those first seven, eight rounds. And he was like, I'm just keep doing what I'm doing. And he started bringing his hands down a little bit and got really comfortable because when you when you throwing shots at Wilder and Wilder can't really get back off at you, you're like, oh, man, I got you. Like, you, you ain't hitting me back, Deontay. Oh, I got you. And he got really comfortable, and Wilder caught you. Like, you, you can't do that. And that's everybody gets comfortable, and Wilder now knows that, okay, I'm not as technically sound as these dudes. I don't have the overall skills as these dudes. But I know what I have nobody else has. And I'm just going to wait, set it up. Ain't nobody knocking me out. I'm going to wait, set it up. And when I see it, I'm going to throw it, and I'm gonna, it's going to be lights out. He says it all the time. You gotta be you gotta be perfect for 12 rounds. I only need two seconds. Out of, out of 12 rounds, I only need two seconds. You need all 12 rounds. I don't. I just need two seconds. But I think if Fury does a mixture of both in terms of boxing, in and out, in and out boxing, but also when he is in there, throw those shots because he did change his trainer. He had been the first time uh, around who had a like I said, he had a sweet game plan, uh, but he switched and went to Sugar Hill, who's known for knockouts. So he's going to incorporate both to, to outbox Wilder and when he's in the in the inside to actually throw bombs with a little more power sitting down on those punches this time. This fight can go either way. Um, Fury is known as the lineal champ because, of course, he beat Vladimir Klitschko uh, in 2015. He, he won the belts before anybody won them. He all those belts that Joshua has now, Fury had them. Fury, you know what I'm saying, was living large, drugs, alcohol, mental illness, and was gone from the game 
for three years. He was overweight, feared was 400 some pounds, like he was humongous. And he came back, had two tune-up fights, got right in the ring with Deontay Wilder, had a draw. So all those belts that he had, Joshua won them. So technically, yeah, Joshua's basically, you know, the champ of the division, even though Deontay Wilder has the uh, the WBC. Wilder's WBC. But uh, Joshua has the WBA, IBF, WBO, and IBO. So he has all the other belts except for WBC. Wilder has always been a, a, a constant... Uh, sayer of saying that he wants one face, one champion, one name in the heavyweight division. So Wilder has a short list of guys to fight, a, a very short list. He wants Fury. He's going to fight Dillian White because Dillian White's been his quote-unquote mandatory for all these years. And he wants Joshua. There's there's nobody else for Wilder to fight. Look at Fury's list. Uh, um, um, Joshua, uh, Dillian White, Wilder. Like, I don't think there's anybody else for him to, like, nobody else. Even though people say, oh, what about Andy Ruiz or what about Luis Ortiz? Those guys are, uh, will, will mention Fury's name. But how many people, like, look at those dudes. Like, besides Joshua and Wilder, who else is even close to being able to land a shot on Fury, who was 6'9"? Like, Fury is changing his game plan now. Because he outboxed Wilder the first time and didn't, didn't get the decision. So he's changing his game plan up now to be more of a slugger. But if Fury wanted to, you really couldn't reach him. He could stay away from you and just jab you, jab you, one, two, you, four, 12 rounds if he wanted to. And you wouldn't land a shot. So I, I, those shorter guys like Dillian White and Andy Ruiz, I don't think those guys really want to get near Fury. They're just saying that. And everybody says that they want Wilder, but they really don't. They only because like once they become mandatory, like okay, that's my chance to get the belt. I want Wilder. Brazil, Dominic Brazil said the same thing. He knocked Brazil out in the first round. Like these dudes don't really want Wilder. I think Wilder knocks everybody out. He can even knock Fury out. We've seen him knock Fury down twice. I think Wilder knocks anybody. I think Wilder knocks Joshua out. Look, he he knocks everybody out. This fight right here is the fight that's going to define his legacy because if he beats Fury. Wilder's going to beat Anthony Joshua, and he's going to be done. What if Fury beats Wilder, though? Does Wilder want an immediate rematch? Does Wilder got to Joshua after that? Like, what happens then, though? I believe his, I believe if Fury wins, it's an immediate rematch. I think just because how close that first that first fight was, I feel like they're going to do another, they're going to do a trilogy and be like, let's see who, you know, comes out on top. I think if Wilder wins, I think there's no. I don't think there's a second fight. I don't think there's a third fight. I don't. Even if it's a decision, even if it's close again, I don't see. I don't see Wilder going. Why would I want to do this a third time? Because he's like, I got bigger fish to fry. I have other. You know, I prove my point. I beat you. I felt like I won the first time. Now I'm about to go to bigger fish to fry. And plus, I got a guy, another guy in England who you know I'm trying to set up this fight with. Well, that's the only fish left though there is nobody else for Wilder I'm telling besides Dillian White who's just a mandatory who he's gonna knock out in inside of four rounds there's nobody else for those two guys to fight besides Anthony Joshua um so you got Wilder by knockout within 10 rounds yes 
I am going with I'm going with Fury by points. And as I said that the first time, and I thought I was right, but they caused a draw. I'm rolling with it again. I'm rolling with Fury by points. I think I think Tyson Fury gets it done by points. And after that, who knows? Like, who knows what could happen after that? Um, and I think this is the the second biggest fight for Fury because he already beat Klitschko. He was the first person to beat Klitschko. And everybody wants to get Joshua the, the biggest prospect beating Klitschko. That's because nobody really knew Fury was when he beat Klitschko. Fury beat Klitschko first. Fury took them belts from Klitschko first. Fury beat Klitschko when he was more in his prime. Joshua beat him four years after that. Now, Tyson Fury knocked out Klitschko and beat Klitschko. Vlad, the Vladimir Klitschko, the guy who was undefeated for damn near 10 years, that Vladimir Klitschko, Fury beat him. So if Fury beat Klitschko, you know what I'm saying, goes into what he went into and comes back, beats Wilder, I think he beats Joshua. He's still not a top seven heavyweight of all time. Who? Fury. I don't think he is. And you can argue is he even a top 10 heavyweight of all time. I, really, any of these guys, like, their careers, like, name for name, like, Joshua has was on pace to having that kind of career. If if he didn't lose Ruiz and he somehow beat Wilder and Fury, I think Joshua, you can easily put him in top 10 all the time because of I think even, even with that loss, he can, he can still do that because great, all the greats, all the greats at some point lose. Yeah, but they lost to each other. The only guys who you said, only guys who used, who who lost, the guys that shouldn't have lost to was Tyson fighting too long because he shouldn't have been fighting and Holyfield fighting too long because he shouldn't have been fighting. Tyson early in his career when he lost to Buster Douglas, but yeah. But because Tyson was just, he shouldn't have, he was out partying. You know Tyson. But they fought to each, they lost to, to, to other great fighters. Like, they didn't lose to guys who were like, well, did you really just lose to him? Like, he went supposed to lose to Andy Ruiz, and he lost to Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz. Well, I'm not saying he's a, he's a scrub, because Andy Ruiz can fight. But he lost to Andy Ruiz. You think he really, I don't think he beats Water at all. I definitely, I don't see him beating Water. And I don't even think he beats Fury. So, I, I don't, I don't, I think Joshua, I honestly think Joshua's done. I, he's going to fight some other guys and beat them. I don't think he beats Wilder. I don't think he beats Fury. I think we're looking at the two best heavyweights in the world. And they're going to show us Saturday night, man. Yes, sir. Uh, it's going to be a great fight. All right, y'all. Let's catch y'all next time, man. Real Sports Talk with Alan Dre. We out. Peace.